Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hey everyone, Matthew Bivens here. And before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to tell you about a free new tool that I've created to help you experience more abundance and love in your life. The tool is called the Abundance Benchmark. And you can get it again for free right now, right this second at MatthewBivens.com. Now, the Abundance Benchmark is all about feedback. It's going to give you powerful insights into how you're showing up in six key areas of your life, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. Now, here's the heavy part. Neglecting any one of those areas or doing the opposite and overextending yourself in any one of those areas leads to feelings of being incomplete, unfulfilled, overwhelmed, out of touch, and just a general feeling of lacking or depression. And none of those feelings jive with creating the life that you were meant to live. So grab the tool, use it. Again, it's 100% free, and you will get some feedback on how you're showing up in life, along with actionable advice, action steps, on how you can improve your weak areas. So head over to my website. Again, that's www.matthewbivens.com and get your abundance benchmark today. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. My guest today is Dr. Michelle Robin. Now, Dr. Michelle is on a mission to inspire people to connect to their wellness and to intertwine their mind, body, and spirit in order to reach their goals. She's a chiropractor by trade, but has expanded into an author, a speaker, and a podcaster. Again, all to spread her message of whole well-being. So I am very excited to jump in today's conversation. And with that, Dr. Michelle, I want to welcome you to the show. Matthew, thanks for inviting me to share with your listeners. You are very, very welcome. Thank you for carving out some time to come hang out with me this beautiful Thursday morning. So I always like to kick things off with this question. It's one of my favorites. Um, How are you being today, Dr. Michelle? Being, I love that word. I would say 
that, um, you know, I'm, I'm on an eighth month recovery from a pretty serious accident and I have pushed it a little bit hard this week. So my being is saying, you know what, give yourself time and, and, uh, be gentle with yourself. So, uh, my spirit is wonderful. My body is saying it takes time to heal. So that's kind of where I'm being today. Mm, mm, that's, that's pretty powerful. You, you're listening to your body. I think that's, uh, that's definitely something right off the bat. You're giving us some value, some knowledge and the importance of listening to your body. Well, I think listening is, uh, I think it's a key actually to part of well-being is our, our mind, body, and spirit are always talking to us. And are we pushing the mute button? And then we wake up, you know, wonder what happened. And so I think that a lot of times if we would just tune in on a, like I, I know I tuned in this morning when I got out of bed before I did my workout and I said, okay, how am I really feeling? Um, what's, what's my, do I feel rested? How's my physical body feel? How's my spirit feel? And then what can I do to enhance that today and support it instead of ignore it? Mm, I love that. I love that. So um, I know a little bit about you and your backstory. Um, and before we get into really the meat, because I know you have a lot to share, can you just tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into the work that you do now? You know, I got hurt playing sports at the age of 15, and uh, fortunately for me, my mother took me to the hospital. Nothing was broken. Oddly enough, with my current injury, it was my pelvis, which seems fascinating, you know, 34 years later. But my mother took me to the chiropractor, and I don't remember much about the chiropractic experience, but I do remember how they made me feel. And there's actually a saying out there, I believe it's my angel, people don't care what you know until they know how much you care. That's not my, that's somebody else. But I think that... Um, I was kind of at, at a broken point in my heart, uh, grew up with a little bit of drama and trauma, like most people I find out. And it's just part of our story. And it's part of our, it, for me, it's part of my story and part of my path. I can't judge anybody else's. And so this chiropractic family really embraced me and loved me up. And uh, from that moment on, I fell in love with the chiropractic, chiropractic lifestyle. And so from that moment on, I fell along with, fell, from that moment on, I fell in love with the chiropractic lifestyle. So that's kind of my introduction. I got a chance to work for them. By, by trade, I'm actually more of a, a business marketing thinker. I'm a kind of a whole brain person. So I really think about the connections. My drug of choice in life is connecting people to resources, tools, that people that will help them further along and live their ideal lives, like you're, you're one of your goals. So um, that's part of my story. I've been in private practice now for 24 years, and uh, eight, nine months ago, eight, actually eight months ago this week, I got hit by a car on my bike while I was training for a triathlon, and I've suffered my first fracture ever in my life. Uh, oh, wow. Decided, decided instead of having one, I'd have 10. And, uh, <laughs> spent Spent a couple weeks uh, pretty much in bed, unable to move because of the fractures in my pelvis, and it really definitely has taught me so many gifts. I've learned so much. Um, and, uh, I always, my friends say, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I said, who better to happen to than me? First of all, I have the tribe to help me get well. I have the background to really know what to do. And I have the desire to learn more so that I can apply it to the people that I get the privilege of serving. So that's a little bit of my nutshell story. I, I love, I love what I get to do. I, I, I love sharing with people. You never know what one sentence you're going to hear that could spark you onto a whole path 
um, in a different journey in your life that was designed who you're meant to be. You mentioned the word universe um, when we were talking before the show. And I personally believe that what has happened to me in my life uh, was part of my soul's journey so that I'd be right here in this moment with you, Matthew. Mm, that's beautiful. I'm right there with you. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's really interesting. I didn't know about your um, the 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 car. I don't want to use the word accident, but the uh, the circumstance that you found yourself in. Um, it's fascinating to me when I hear stories like that, and the response isn't a victim sort of conversation. You know, you said, "Who better for this to happen to?" Because you had the tribe, you've got the background, and you've got the desire, and that's powerful. That's powerful. And I think just right at the you know the top of this conversation, just sharing with us about circumstance and how you relate to circumstance. I mean, that right there is a is a really amazing example of a powerful way to relate to circumstance. Thank you. I feel like I said. I feel I feel blessed from everything I've learned. I, there's one thing I wish that I could change, and that would I was getting ready to take my nephew. My youngest nephew has just graduated high school on a fabulous trip that was kind of a once-in-a-lifetime trip where all the stars were aligning and uh, on a sailboat uh, in the Northeast. And that um, we can never, not never, we that didn't happen. And so I don't know if the universe was saying that, gosh, Michelle, um, I'd rather you get hurt than meet us have some type of accident. I believe that my, cha- my opportunity challenge uh, experience probably save something else because I would imagine that there was a re there's a big reason for this accident maybe what's so my nephew didn't get on a plane that day I don't know Mm. so yeah you never know you never know like why certain things lined up the way they did but um, it sounds to me like you're the type of person who who absolutely believes that everything happens for a reason yeah I do believe a lot of things happen for a reason When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, have you always had this sort of outlook on life that things happen for a reason and that, you know, there's a there's a lesson and there's things to be learned in all circumstances? Like if you think back to your childhood, is that how you always operated or did you evolve that perspective over time? Matthew, to be brutally honest, I just was thinking about surviving my childhood. I'm not sure I was thinking about... Uh, what was happening at the moment. Mm. So, uh, you know, I grew up in a family of, uh, I have three older brothers. One happens to be a twin who's 21 minutes older. We are getting, we're fortunate enough to get, get ready to celebrate our 50th birthday. And so I've done a lot of reflecting and, uh, with my situation growing up, my mother was married four times by the time I was 17. So things were changing quite a bit in my home. And so it was just trying to figure out how to navigate that. So I don't know about that. But I do know that when I met this chiropractor, Dr. John Lakin, he and his family were reading books that I really had never heard of, like uh, Think and Grow Rich, Hmm. you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And so they broadened me into a different awareness. I would say that I've always probably been a cup half full person. Um, probably until my early twenties, I just kind of 
would blend. You know, I'd hide behind my mother. I would was not an outgoing person. I'm still, I people would think maybe I'm a little bit of an extrovert, but it's based on a subject that I really love, which is uh, well-being. And when you say well-being to me, that's that's the spirituality and the heart space of why we're here on this planet, and how we can add value and how we can add energy and how we can add vibration kind of based on the book with power versus force by Dr. Hawkins. Oh man, that's powerful book. Yeah. So how, how do I walk into a room and bring energy into that room instead of take away from it? And, and I don't mean a raw, raw energy. I'm not a raw, raw person, but I'm a peaceful person. And, uh, and so my ideal life is that when I walk into a room, people are able to take a deep breath and feel like, Oh wow, I can be myself. Hmm, that's amazing. I love so that. You, yeah. So when you asked me about that, I like I said, I spent my childhood just trying to survive. Like I said, I and I'm, I and I know a lot of people do that since I've had the privilege of caring for people for so many years, and uh, and, it, and that also has been a gift to me because I can relate to people. If you say, "Gosh, you know, my parents got divorced," I understand that. And you say, "Gosh, I had some uh, molestation," I'm like, I understand that. I was raised with one alcoholic father. I understand that. Never in enough. Uh, never enough damage to fully break my spirit. So it was just enough of an awareness. And I think this accident, I was talking to one of my colleagues last night who happened, I'd not seen her like in five or six years and she was in our center having a a colonic actually. And uh, she said, oh my gosh, it's interesting. You got hurt enough to know what it's like, but not hurt enough to change your life forever. Oh, wow. So it's just like you got enough of a taste of what it is where you can have the experience, but everything in your life did not shift because of it, at least physically. Yeah. Yeah. At mm. least physically, you know, I, I I'm able to walk again. Um, I've been humbled by having, um, not walking by having a wheelchair and a walker and a cane and crutches. And I'm going to tell you that that is a humbling experience, uh, especially when you look fine on the outside. And so, uh, I've had that experience, but I'm able, I'm able to move again. I'm able to think again. I'm able to practice again and see patients. And that was a question, you know, how, how am I going to heal? Am I going to be able to adjust again? Especially when you have a fracture in your hand and your elbow. So, um, I feel like my life, uh, has said, you know what, let me just give you a little taste of what people experience so that you can have more compassion and understanding. So how, how are you, have you been able to take those experiences in life and, you know, use them to continue to fuel you in the work that you do, because, you know, you use the word survive with your childhood. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people listening who can relate to different circumstances or experiences where they felt like they just were there to survive. But then a lot of times I think we continue to, to stay in that survival mode and we continue to bring that weight with us from those past experiences. So how have you been able to release that weight and just take those lessons with you? First of all, I really believe that people have been placed in my path and I was able to listen. There goes back to that word listening again and watching and being aware of who's on your, who's on your bus and who's on your team, who's on your tribe, whatever word you want to use. And so that you, when you feel like you need support, you're able to reach out and get it. No one goes it alone. And so in a in uh, 1997, August of 1997, 31 years old, had a million dollar practice, um, was taking home more money in a year than my whole family together and didn't feel worthy of that. And 
I was living a life of some of my mentors and they were great mentors and thank God for them because I got out of debt fairly quick, but I wasn't living Michelle, Michelle's life. I was living this life of a, a busy chiropractor, you know, seeing between 50 and 80 patients a day and, um, which you can really impact them. I'm not judging that experience for anybody, but my journey so much more about, um, it's, I, I love being a chiropractor. I, I it's a wonderful uh, profession. I'm glad that that's my path. But it's so much more than this, just the adjustment. Just like yesterday, um, I talked to four or five patients that came in for wellness consults. And they said, you know what, I've got a lot of anxiety. Uh, I've got pain. I'm taking some medication I don't want to take. Can you help me? Can you help me with a plan from a holistic standpoint of what I can do mm. to not to not be getting down this path? And so I look at it from the nervous system perspective, the chiropractic perspective, the exercise perspective perspective. And then I look at what's going on from the chemistry perspective, because we know chemistry fuels a lot of anxiety and blood sugar issues and digestive distress. And then we looked at it from the energy perspective. And, and I got a chance to train with uh, Dr. Richard Yenny, who is a great chiropractor of our time, who helped bring acupuncture to America. He's got a wonderful story. You hear about it on my podcast. And then what's going on psychological, spiritually. And I believe that once you heal the heart, you'll be able to heal the body. And most people um, think the heart comes last. I'm going to heal my body, then I'll deal with my heart. And so in that, in 1997, when my heart was crashing in uh, August and thinking, oh my God, I'm sabotaging everything I've worked my butt off for the last six years in my private practice. And I called a, a minister and said, hey, I don't know what's going on. And I'm just, I'm just sabotaging my life. <clears throat> I'm just sabotaging my life. And she said, you know what? You have no joy. You give all your joy out and you don't keep any for yourself. Oof, wow. And I'm like, okay. And she said, I want you to go do this process called the Hoffman process. It's an eight-day intensive program where you basically pull out all the stuff inside of you. It's like, it's like doing inventory. So instead of looking at this moving stuff around, I pulled out all these things, obsessive compulsive, perfectionism, not good enough, who do you think you are, that fraud word, and pulled all that out. And then I had to deal with it. Where did I get those beliefs? You know, well, I got some of those beliefs from my parents, my surrogate parents, and I'm not judging them. They had their own journey and they got it from their parents and their grandparents and their great grandparents. And sooner or later, the only person to be mad at is God or the universe or whatever <laughs> word you use. Yeah. And so you say, OK, who who am I really? Who is the authentic Michelle? And so what what are my gifts? And you learn how to recycle those behaviors. And so now I could be a little bit obsessive compulsive, which is not a bad thing unless it's uh, really taking me down a path I don't want to go. But if it's with a patient, I was walking my dogs this morning and I was thinking about a patient that I've not seen in like 18 months. And I was thinking, you know what, I wonder if this would be something that would help her. And I, you know, and I thought maybe I should call her and tell her that. I'm thinking, they just think you're crazy. It's been 18 months since you've even talked to her. But um, that is just kind of the awareness of how do I because people's energy stays with you, I believe, forever. Absolutely. Good stuff and the bad stuff, and you've got to decide how to, how to fuel it, how it fuels your body. So in that 1997, I really dug in, and I did about 10 years of therapy in a week with the Hoffman process, and I came back, and it changed me at a cellular level. And so I've been marching to trying to figure, and literally on a mission to be more authentic. Uh, how do I show up? in a room, like I said, if, if we met you, if I met you and, uh, you would say, gosh, you know, Michelle, you're just peaceful and calm. And that's not every single day because I do have a fire in my belly and I'm on fire for this message of small changes, big shifts. But I think you would sense an inner peace. And I think that's what this accent has even brought out even more. 
Mm. Wow, there's so many things that you just said that I, I'd like to take notes and I was writing down a couple of notes. So if you're listening, I go rewind that a couple of minutes because what Dr. Michelle just, just dropped was powerful. Um, wow. So what, is it, what does it mean to you to be more authentic? That was one of the things that you said talking about you being more authentic is one of the um, lessons or the realizations that um, you've taken away from your experiences. And so what does that actually mean to you? Well, it means in different aspects. So in my professional life, uh, it means for me to practice the way that I really believe. And so I have a center called Your Wellness Connection. And people say, gosh, why do you have this center? And it's because it's because of the way I live my own well-being. It's my own life. And so how do I not think if, if I live my life getting chiropractic and acupuncture and uh, nutrition and, and uh, psychology and, and reflexology and colonics or movement, and I live this holistic lifestyle, how can I offer that to the people that I love and care about? I truly believe it's a gift to be a physician. Um, it is the hardest job in my, it's definitely the hardest thing I've ever done is having somebody come in and give, give you the opportunity to insert yourself into their well-being, which is the greatest asset you'll ever have. Mm. It's definitely not money. It's definitely health. And how could you help them uh, with a thought, a word, an idea? Because you may only see them one time, you know? And so how do you just lay it on them with, with as much love and honesty as possible to help them shift? And at the same time, listening to what their spirit can handle at the time. Because some people can't take all that in because may be, they may be new on the path. So in my practice, it means um, not being a pop-and-go chiropractor. Nothing wrong with chiropractors that just adjust. They do amazing work. I personally do believe you cannot be well without getting good chiropractic care or good care for your nervous system, whether it's with a doctor of osteopathic or a chiropractor. So I think that's very important. Um, for me, I have to look at it from a whole perspective. And I get beat up by my, my peers by that because I do not talk enough about being a chiropractor, which I'm a diehard chiropractor. I just believe that going through the heart will get people to take better care of themselves. Mm, and, then I love in, that. and then in my personal, let's say in my faith life, I, I'm, I'm posting 50 quotes that have inspired my first 50 years on, on Facebook right now. And, and uh, there's been a prayer that has helped me a lot uh, called the prayer protection. And I have hidden my spirituality at, at some level because um, I was not raised in any church. Uh, that doesn't mean I didn't go to church. It just means my family, we, we weren't raised any. I was around a Catholic church some because one of my fathers taught at a Catholic school. I've been to Baptist church. I've, I've been to pretty much most churches that you can think of. And um, I love to be in the vibe of spirit. And so I posted this, power, this prayer of protection you know, the light of God surrounds me, love of God enfolds me, power of God protects me, the presence of God watches over me, wherever I am, God is. And I was sharing in a group that I facilitate yesterday, and they were judging because some people were maybe raised in a religion where they're just so angry with the word God. Mm, wow. And I'm like, you know, I want you to know that whether you use love or you use universe or you use God or um, Jesus or whatever word, Allah, whatever word you use, I'm just listening for for your the way you're living your life and to me it's all about love how could i love myself enough to show up and do the things that the creator designed me to do and so i'm just trying to walk my path 
um, maybe whatever it looks like for people. And uh, I'm not a super, super deep person. Um, by some people, I remember somebody saying to one of my friends, God, Michelle's pretty superficial. Uh, and, and I thought that was, it, it really impacted me. And I really wrestled with it for initially I was kind of like, wow, that's, they don't even really know me. And then as I wrestled with it, you know, I'm not that deep. If I just can love you where you're at and not judge you, then that's, that's deep enough for me. Oh, and that's, that's deep in and of itself, just being able to unconditionally love somebody, no matter what they're choosing, love them for who they are and who they're being in that moment without judgment. Exactly. I think that's one reason why I connect with some of my patients, because they'll come in and they're like, I didn't, I didn't drink my water. I didn't do this. I didn't necessarily feel like, look, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to encourage you. Mm. And I think a lot of that starts with being able to unconditionally love yourself. You know, because if, if you know how to love yourself and if you can put if you put in those reps with yourself, then you can more easily do it with, in your case, your patients, but also, you know, every, anybody else that you encounter in life. Yeah, you've got to have it to give it. And yeah. I, by doing the process and, you know, now it's been gosh, 18 years ago or so. And um, it's just a gift that keeps on giving because I go back to some of those patterns. If I if I start to say something, which I do, I, I, I get first of all, I have when you're a, a a physician, you get fired every single day. And I don't think patients really realize that. Uh, I got fired yesterday. Someone I've seen her for a couple times and um, she's got some serious body image issues and is not really ready to take care of herself yet. And so she's, and it's not, it's not personal against me. And, and years ago I would take it more personal. Mm. And so what I did is I said, I totally understand. I dropped, dropped her an, an email cause she emailed me and I said, you know, I believe in you stay the course period hugs, Michelle. And then I also, uh, dropped her book in the mail from one of my friends, Frank Ferrante about may I be Frank. And so about his journey about coming back to wholeness and, and finding the wholeness. I don't think you come back to it. You just find it because we already are whole. Absolutely. And then, I, then I have to let it go. The old days I would be tossing and turning and obviously it's still a little bit in me because I'm telling you the story, but, um, but how do I just let that go and realize it's not about me? I'm just here on her path. And if, I, if she wants to jump and jump on my train for two days or two years or 20 years, and I'm able to provide value in her life, that totally rocks. Mm, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, all right. So, Dr. Michelle, I'd love to switch gears real quick and talk with you about your podcast. Um, your podcast is called Small Changes, Big Shifts. Can you share with us what that name really means to you? Well, I think life is really about adding up. My undergrad's in accounting because I kind of think like that business person I told you about. And I think about it like debits and credits. And so every day we are either adding to our health account or we're taking away. And I believe that you've got to take away from it sometimes, maybe having French fries if some people think that's taking away or, or um, having a cocktail or going, running a marathon, which I think probably takes away from your general health account. <laughs> so there's, there's days you're going to debit it. But at the end of the day, if you have more debits than credits, you're in trouble. And if you do that day after day, you're going to go into bankruptcy. And when you lose your health, it is not easy to get back. Just like when you lose your finances, however it can be, it's possible. It's just a lot of work. And so if I can encourage people to make the small changes that will lead to big shifts, for instance, one of the smallest changes that I'm always shocked when I'm traveling around the country speaking that people uh, aren't doing or some aren't doing is drinking water. Mm. You, know, you know, I started my morning with, uh, you know, 12 to 16 ounces of water. How can I flush out my system 
And then uh, as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm drinking some bone broth to help heal my gut. And uh, so there's just little things people could do that really pay major dividends. It's kind of like not overspending or saving. If we would save it, uh, if we would save 10% of everything we earned by the time you're 50 or 60, you would not have to worry about money. You'd be living life because you're passionate about it, not because of the because you've got to go to work, which a lot of people have to go to work, which is part of well-being. So small changes, if you just keep doing them day after day and you make simple, consistent changes, you will change your life. I've done it myself. I've, I, and yes, I'm in this space, and I'm very fortunate because I was in this space. I'd be like the majority of my family who um, are obese, and they're, not, and they're not physically or mentally as well as they could be. They're wonderful people, and they're just like the rest of the, just like many other people. They've gotten trapped into a system. And so if I can help people with my audience, if I can help my audience with a guest speaker, for instance, um, I did a two-year blog talk program. And so last year, about this time, I interviewed Joe Cross from Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Yeah. And Joe said, I threw my body back into Mother Nature, and she wrapped me up. Mm. I think about that about every day. And so I think, am I going more towards Mother Nature or away from Mother Nature? And so if I think I could teach my my, my tribe to say, okay, am I going to have, is that more from mother nature or is that less from mother nature? And how could I, even like potatoes, oh, is that more from mother nature or less from mother nature versus pasta or whatever the case may be. So, um, that's, that's it. And I have a, a slow a saying inch by inch, which we've all heard inch by inch, um, yard by yard life is really hard, right? So inch by inch wellness is a cinch. And I said that for years and then we came up with small changes, big shifts. So we've been using that for about three years on my blog talk show, and then we just switched to a podcast format the last uh, last few months. So it's just a ton of fun. I, and I love connecting people. I love it. It's Like I said, it's my drug of choice. Oh, I believe that because before we started recording, you were talking about people that you can connect me with. And this is like seconds into us hopping on the call. So I, I absolutely have experienced that firsthand. I love it. Yeah. Well, one, of the, one of the things... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say one of the things you just mentioned was is this is this going towards nature or coming or going away from nature and it makes me think of this uh, one of the principles that I personally live my life by and it's uh, the principle of everything is energy. So mm-hmm. everything in, in the universe, everything within ourselves, our thoughts, all of that, it's simply energy. So when we're thinking of our health and our wellness and even in a holistic sense, you can mm-hmm. think in terms of is this take is this raising my energy or is this lowering my energy? So just like you said, is this potato that I'm about to eat, is it going to raise my energy? Is it going to lower my energy? Are these, is this environment that I'm going to walk into, maybe it's a work environment, is the environment raising my energy or lowering my energy? And so I really love how, how you put it as well. You know, is this taking me into nature or towards nature or, or away? Yeah, well, that's part of Joe Cross's influence on my life. So, so it goes back to what we talked about earlier, too, with uh, Dr. Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force, which is a pretty heady book. But mm-hmm. I think that if you think about the concept, we are either helping the planet heal, and I don't necessarily mean the physical planet. I mean the, the spiritual part of the planet, people's souls, or we're taking away from it. So the way, the th- like driving down the street today, when I drive here in a little bit to go to uh, another uh, event, am I going to be uh, mean to the other drivers or am I going to be open, loving, kind and possibly actually look at the person next to me when I'm at a stoplight and smile at them? 
because you don't know what kind of day they're having. Yeah, absolutely. So it comes down to those little tiny basic things in the words. The words we say are so powerful, and I've realized that more and more. I'll see somebody I've not seen for 10 or 15 years and go, I remember when I saw you last time, you said this. Do you remember what you said to me? Oh, like, wow. I, I go, oh, my God, was it good? <laughs> you know, was it, And they said, oh, no, here's what you said, and, and this really helped me. Or, uh, and, and I'm sure there's people that I've said something that was inappropriate because, you know, none of us are perfect, but I'm so much more mindful about the words I'm saying. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a great segue into, um, one of the, as we come to a close here, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you was about having it all, because in the context of this show, you know, I thought really, um, really deep about what it means for me to have it all. And, um, I've come up with all being an acronym, which stands for an abundant, loving life. And so with you, Dr. Michelle, I'm, I'm curious, what does having it all mean to you? What comes to me is in the moment. I think, I think for me, having it all means, can I really be present in this experience right now? Like I'm talking with you and sharing with you, and I'm not thinking about what's next. So having it all to me means at this moment. And at the same time, having it all in my body is where my body's not stopping me. And I think that if we can listen to our body, I want to, when I'm 70, 80, 90, however long that my span's supposed to be, is I don't want my body to stop me. I don't Mm -hmm. want to say, gosh, I can't do that because my knees hurt. I can't do that because um, I can't remember. I can't do that because I can't think. And so having it all in my body is my body doesn't stop me. I was an old high school, um, uh, high school and college referee, not old, several years ago, three decades ago. I used to referee. And uh, I remember somebody said something very wise to me, Michelle, the job of a referee is to not be seen. You know, you've called a great game when they're not talking about the referees. And for me, I know I've lived a good life when I'm not thinking about how my body has not shown up for me. Oh, I love that. So how can I show up? So so that's having it all for me. And I, I, I truly believe that health is the greatest wealth on all levels, uh, mind, body, spirit. Uh, as far as friendships, I think having people that um, show up and support you and, and believe in you, whether that's one or that's a thousand, I think that we just we, we count the numbers. We don't count the intensity. And uh, as I'm like, so I'm getting ready to to celebrate that that start in that five, fifth decade, and um, it's a very interesting time to and humbling time to look back on the journey, especially when I moved a lot as a kid. And uh, the friends I have now, I've had several of them for a couple decades, and it's all been because of my pre- professional life in Kansas City. Not before I moved to Kansas City, I have a few people still in my life um, that I see a couple times or talk to a couple times a year from a kid, but that's it. So it's pretty, it's pretty fun to um, just take a deep breath and uh, and enjoy this experience of a very short, it's a very short life. If you think about it, if you live to be the average age of a woman today, it's 79 and that's like 28, 29,000 days. Wow. Do you realize how short life is? Yeah. And we, you know, you you know, we only have so many days and minutes. Use them wisely. Mm, Absolutely. Powerful message to, to, to leave us with. Um, So as we, as we close out, um, Dr. Michelle, is there anything that you would like to inform our listeners about or uh, or share with us? Well, I'd invite them to join me on Small Changes, Big Shifts. 
uh, and uh, I'd love to hear from them. If they want to email me, feel free to reach out on me on Facebook or, or LinkedIn or um, my email's mrobin at yourwellnessconnection.com. I love to help people if I can. You know, I'm just, I'm just here to, to be of service on this very short time that I'm on this planet. Wonderful, wonderful. And I'm going to include links to your podcast, your website, um, your Facebook page, all of that stuff in the show notes. So um, listeners, you will have links to everything that Dr. Michelle has mentioned in this episode, including the books like Power Verse Force, all these amazing, amazing um, resources. And just you've, wow, you've shared so much, so much magic in this episode. And um, Dr. Michelle, I really want to thank you for hanging out with me this morning and just talking. Well, Matthew, how can you not hang out with a guy with your smile <laughs> that, 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 wear, that wears a bow tie? It just doesn't get much better than that. And oh, man. I also, too, Matthew, I'm going to send you a copy of my uh, new mini book called Engage a Wellness Lifestyle, the 2016 version. That's just a little pocket wellness that will be able to, you'll be able to share with your listeners because I'm on a mission to reach a billion people that small changes can lead to big shifts. So thanks for um, helping me out on that mission. I'm grateful. Oh, Dr. Michelle, you are you are amazing. Thank you so much. I will I will be looking so forward to receiving that book and and really diving into it. And um, I want to help you with that mission. So I know you and I will, will will continue to connect and we'll make that happen. Great. Blessings to you and your listeners. Thank you so much. Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So, again... You can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show, and here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done... Why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.